Welcome along to episode 97 of the Pod Bible Podcast. My name is Adam and I'm very excited to be here with you today because it's a brand new episode and I said welcome along instead of hello and welcome to, which is what I say every single week. So yeah, I'm mixing it up. It's funny, isn't it, how people get into uh, the sort of same old ways of introducing their podcast. I think people should mix it up, do some things a bit differently, maybe come in without saying hello and just go straight into the content. Maybe I'll try that in a couple of weeks. Anyway, you're not here for waffle. You're here to hear some great chat with some great podcasters. Um, But before we do that, I should tell you, the brand new issue of Pod Bible is out now. It came out yesterday. If you're listening to this on Monday the 6th, it is issue 18 and it features our cover stars, No Such Thing as a Fish. We have James, we have Andy, we have Dan, we have Anna, all four of them on the cover, all four of them answering questions in the magazine, and all four of them on a video interview with myself and Scroobius Pip, which you can also check out at podbiblemag.com. We had a great chat with them about podcasting during the pandemic, their return to live shows, supporting Podbible from day one. Uh, Dan from No Such Thing as a Fish was on the first ever episode of the Pod Bible podcast. So definitely go all the way back to episode one if you haven't already. And yeah, all in all, it was a, it was a really cool time uh, we had with them over on YouTube and on the website. And of course, in the magazine, podbiblemag.com. We've also got a feature on Deliso Chaponda for Britain's Got Talent. We have um, Rick Edwards, who is, of course, uh, the brand new uh, presenter of the uh, Five Live Breakfast Show on BBC Five Live. Uh, He has also had a podcast, Science-ish. He's got another podcast on the way, and he's a big fan of podcasts. He talks about his top five pods. We've got Sam Walker, uh, who is another ex-BBC radio presenter, but a producer of podcasts. She worked on American Vigilante, which blew up this year. Uh, She's in the magazine talking about her love for podcasts. We've got reviews. We've got recommendations. We touch on Sweet Bobby. We touch on all of the big uh, shows and uh, things that are, that are blowing up at the moment in the world of podcasts. So check out issue 18 at podbiblemag.com. Order a copy to your door or read the digital version there or head to pressreader.com for a very swish uh, and very enjoyable user experience where you can uh, read the magazine there as well. Okay, let's move on. Let's talk about this episode of the Pod Bible podcast. And so we're going to kick things off with Fran Taraskis, who is the presenter and producer of On the Outside. Okay, I'm joined today by Francesca Tarowskis from On the Outside and from Pod Bible, but we'll get to that. But primarily you're here to speak about On the Outside today. How are you, Fran? Yeah, I'm really good, Adam. Thanks for having me finally on the Pod Bible podcast. <laughs> I know, what a treat <laughs> this is. We have been talking about this for a while. I wanted to get you on a little while ago. This is, of course, a kind of a, a bit of a newer podcast project for you. You do have another one, which uh, you can mention if you like to. But for anybody who's unaware... What is On the Outside? How did it come about and what's it all about? Yeah, so On the Outside is a a very new podcast still, just um, at the time of recording, just launched the fifth episode and we're doing episodes about once a month. So it's only about like four or five months that I've been working on it. And it's a bit of a complicated one to put together, but hopefully interesting when you're listening to it because it's a, a panel show podcast and we talk about outdoors news essentially so anything that's to do with outdoor recreation so that's things like hiking cycling rock climbing all of those adventure sports Um, I have a, a group of people eight of us at the moment 
eight plus me, so that's nine. Yeah, good maths. And, <laughs> indeed, uh, maths is not my forte, <laughs> so I'm quite glad I got there. And yeah, there's a group of eight of us, but each episode there is four in total, so myself and I'm speaking to three other people. And they bring to me stories from the outside that they find interesting. And we tend to do it in the format of one big story that's maybe a bit more controversial, one that's just a little bit um, kind of like interesting that we can get into, and then the the good news story or the, the little story at the end. Um, so it's a, a really nice format, and it means that I can learn loads of things about what's going on in the outdoors that I wouldn't necessarily be able to find myself. And the idea behind it is that it's diverse views on outdoors news. So the panel that I've got, it's um, it's really intersectional. So we've got people from from all across the board, all across different demographics and um, like I say, different sports as well. So it means that every episode is is really different but it's it's a great conversation always great so so was it a bit of a gap in the market that you spotted i'm guessing that you listen to other types of adventure podcasts or or podcasts to do with the kind of outdoor adventures that you like to partake in did you notice that they were predominantly you know white straight people on those podcasts and then you thought uh, you'd like to do something about it how how did the the spark the idea come about yeah so the the podcasts that you get with outdoor podcasts particularly in the uk tend to fall into to a couple of different categories and you get the mostly interview podcasts mm-hmm. and ones where there's a host speaking to to one particular person and there's some really great ones out there that are doing a lot of uh, awareness raising of people that come from more diverse backgrounds but the the bigger uh, podcast in the outdoor space, it does tend to be that that kind of slightly more stereotypical white able-bodied man that is going and doing epic challenges and whilst those podcasts are really great to listen to for just adventure stoke sometimes it's obviously not the full picture and some of the podcasts that I listen to that are more diverse and I ended up hearing the same people talking about the same stories and I also have been on a number of them speaking about my own story um, because I I have epilepsy. So going out and doing adventurous things um, is sometimes seen as a little bit odd, a little bit um, worrying in some circumstances. Mm -hmm. So I ended up talking about my own story quite a lot and I was getting bored of talking about my own story. So I assumed other people would be getting bored about hearing about it. And I just wanted to start moving the conversation on from what individuals have been doing and their story into just talking about the outdoors in general and being able to take take those starting points of things that are happening and um, just, just being able to open up that conversation and hear what people think about other things mm. rather than just hearing about stories of sometimes trauma and and that kind of thing so yeah real real gap in the market there cool and how did you find the movement from because obviously I mean you have another podcast Seize Your Adventure which as you sort of touched upon was more about your story and uh, things that you were getting up to and people should go check that out as well you've got the back catalogue there for people to listen to how was doing sort of a pretty much a solo adventure or sorry solo project like that from going from that to something where you've got this rotating cast of people to speak to 
coming from different backgrounds and different experiences and wanting to talk about different subjects how is that logistically is this is it quite a hard thing to to put together as you can imagine yes it is <laughs> it is so much effort and I knew that going in but I still didn't know quite how much effort it would be anyone who's tried to get two people on a phone call together to do a recording will know how difficult that can be sometimes yeah so if you times that by four you're looking at a very difficult schedule that you're putting together, essentially. Um, so logistically, getting people on a phone call, and we're all remote at the moment as well. So we, we have people that are up in Scotland, people that are down in Cornwall, people that are in London, got people all over the place. So it has to be a remote recording. Yeah. So there's the logistics there of obviously making sure you're getting good quality recordings as well. And and these are folks that they're not in audio. Mm. So I'm trying to kind of like speak them through being able to record themselves well and all of this kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so that side of things, just the logistics and the technicality is just like multiplied compared to a regular interview podcast. But then there's also the other side of it of, I am speaking to people from demographics and from backgrounds that I don't have personal lived experience in mm. and even though I can talk about my experience I am a white fairly affluent woman and so speaking to other people who come from demographics I have no experience of at all um, except for you know the odd conversation here and there and we're getting into fairly difficult stuff we talk about things like um, there was uh, a very racist stunt on Ben Nevis a couple of months ago um, that was a All Lives Matter banner. Right. And getting people to talk about that and, and getting into those conversations, um, yeah, it, it can feel quite complicated and quite um, awkward at times as somebody that's like, so tell me your opinion on this. Yeah. <laughs> and that definitely, to begin with, got me out of my, my comfort zone. Um, but everybody that's on the podcast is so open and we're all like, we all have great time on it. So, yeah, it's really nice. That's cool. And I guess actually... You know, if, if this is something that you'd set up a couple of years ago, pre-pandemic, I mean, maybe the idea wouldn't necessarily have, have come just because, it, you know, obviously, and we've touched upon it on this podcast a lot, how easy it is now to, to get those people who are further afield. You know, you're not just relying on people all coming to one studio. You can speak to people up in Scotland. Uh, you could speak to people abroad. It just opens it up and it means that you can have all these different voices as long as they got the internet and a computer. Yeah, definitely. And it's something that I had a bit of experience in because, as you say, I, I have another podcast, Seizure Adventure. And because that is a very niche one, it, epilepsy and adventure together, there's not very many people with epilepsy doing that in the world. Yeah. So I'd already had experience with the getting people on remote recordings and in different time zones. I think the furthest away I had was someone in Australia in the middle of a desert um, getting on a phone call with me. Wow. So it's um, it's something that I, I already had a bit of experience on that side. But as you say, with the pandemic, the technology has got so much better mm. and that's definitely made things easier. So, yeah, yeah, it's been interesting and people are a lot more open to being recorded and having their voice on things i think great cool so you say at time of recording you're about five episodes in plans to keep this monthly any plans to do anything more exciting as the world sort of returns to a little bit of normality in the sense of uh, 
I mean, panels are always good for live shows. Is that something you've ever considered? Yeah, definitely. So uh, we do have a uh, a very exciting episode for our sixth one because November has the Kendall Mountain Festival, which is one of the biggest outdoor festivals of the year. Right. And um, after last year, this year is kind of like coming back with a, a bit of a bang. So there's a lot of things happening at that festival and a lot of us that are on the panel are going down to that and we'll be meeting for the first time in real life so we're not quite certain how many of us will be able to get on on the panel speaking about things in one room but definitely there's going to be an in-person recording with all of us in a room together so that's going to be fantastic that'd be great and obviously you know with a lot of things these days people are being slightly more cautious uh but outdoor festival can't get much safer than that at the moment you know lots of ventilation when you're outdoors so uh that's sounds perfect okay well i'm sure uh, there'll be plenty of people listening who uh, will want to tune in and uh, check that out and get their diverse views on outdoor news um thank you very much fran for coming on to discuss it thanks for having me Thank you very much, Fran. And uh, of course, yeah, Fran is the digital editor of podbiblemag.com. She does a lot of work there, commissioning articles, writing stuff, editing stuff. uh, And uh, she's really done an amazing job in 2021 of boosting the website, getting a lot more people visiting and uh, making it a really popular destination for podcast fans. So thank you, Fran, for your hard work this year. And congratulations on your podcast on the outside. It's well worth checking out. All right. Recommendation time. Let's have a chat with a return guest, one half of the MMA fan podcast. It is Blake Harrison. Okay, I'm joined by Blake from the MMA fans podcast and various other brilliant things. Um, I'm sure people who are aware of Blake will be aware of all the great things he's done. We've talked about the MMA fans podcast on a previous show. We've also talked about his wife's amazing podcast, Your Floating Bed. What podcast are we going to talk about today, Blake? What would you like to recommend? Today, we're going to talk about a podcast called Star Calls, which most people probably won't know. Okay. It's not like one of the big boys of the podcast world or anything like that. Yeah. But it is great fun. So the premise is that uh, a guy called uh, David Turner, he's never watched Star Wars before. He's 34 years old and he's never, ever, ever in his life watched Star Wars before. And um, his friend James Farley, I think it is, is like an uber, uber Star Wars fan where he knows all of the bits about like the casting process or like, you know, how they did this trick for the special effects or all the behind the scenes of, you know, those turbulent prequels where it all went wrong and all this kind of stuff. So he knows all the little tidbits of information and Dave knows nothing and quite frankly, couldn't care less about Star Wars at all. And uh, if you're a big Star Wars fan, it's it's a really great listen because they start by just chatting about the premise and then they go through, they watch each film in the order of which they came out so uh, they go all the way from star wars you know a new hope through the old movies into the old 90s prequels and then they start doing the um the kind of jj abrams series of them including you know not just the the trilogy but yeah. you know the rogue one Other and the spin-offs. han solo movie and all, yeah. all that stuff yeah cool. and um 
And it's great. They have really great banter. And James spends most of his time explaining stuff to Dave because Dave think he enjoys it. But there's a lot of things he completely misses. And uh, and he's got some, because he's never seen Star Wars before and never really been into it, he's got some very funny opinions on things that are going on. And uh, And I'm a big Star Wars fan. So for me, it actually coincided with me getting my daughter into Star Wars and making her watch the movies. And uh, I would then go away and listen to the podcast and really laugh because uh, I I was obviously familiar with the movies a lot. And then I'm hearing these two guys talk about it. And also James Farley is someone that's got some information that I didn't know about. And uh, he'd come out with stuff and I go, oh, that's really interesting. I had no idea that, you know, this happened or that happened. It was great. I love that. Yeah, I love those kind of podcasts where you, you can sometimes go into it going thinking, oh, yeah, this is my kind of thing. I know about this. And then you end up picking up loads of stuff that you didn't know. Uh, so it will work for like the Uber Star Wars geeks, as you say, but it will also work for the people who've got absolutely no idea. And also as a companion show, like as you say, you can just watch an, watch a Star Wars film and then go and listen to those guys chatting about it. It sounds fun. So, uh, yeah, what I also really find interesting about those kind of things is if you've got the guy who isn't caught up in all the fandom and all the nostalgia. A lot of people are very protective of that kind of thing, aren't they? Because they grew up with it and they had the toys and they remember going to the cinema to watch the premiere or whatever it may be. This guy's not going to care for any of that stuff. So he's just going to be straight to the point. If he notices a plot hole, he's going to be talking about it, right? Absolutely. Yeah. There there was, there was plenty of that, uh, (laughs) you know, uh, there was a lot of talk about like the shields around the ship and gravity in space and, and all that kind of stuff where as a sci-fi person i'd go oh that's fine because i know that there's you know you just assume this this and this and you kind of sometimes have to fill in the blanks with certain like sci-fi things and uh, dave's there going no, that makes no sense what's this this is a load of rubbish <laughs> yeah and it'll be like quite a key point and yeah so if you're a big star wars fan i'd, I'd thoroughly recommend giving it a listen it can be a, a really good laugh cool and do you know, are they then planning on, because obviously there's a lot of uh, Disney stuff, they've got loads of series that are going to be coming out, they're going to have all sorts of Star Wars content, canon, that they can they can delve deep into. There's books they could start reading, are they, are they planning on keeping this going? That I'm not sure about. It was a little while ago now, I'm not sure about that. I know that they do another, or at least Dave, I'm not sure if both of them do another podcast called The Computer Game Show. Okay because uh, they're big into their computer games and stuff. So some of that banter still probably comes across on that. I've, I've not heard, listened to that as much. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, I mean, Star Wars for me as a big Star Wars fan was just loads and loads of fun, to, to especially re-watching, yeah. re-watching it and then talking about it. And uh, yeah, it was just really, really good fun. Brilliant. All right, that's another great recommendation. Thank you very much for coming on, Blake. Thanks very much, man. Thank you, Blake. All right, final recommendation of the episode, and it is another returning guest. Sam Clements, host of the 90 Minute or Less Film Fest podcast, is here to recommend one of his favourite shows. Okay, it's time for a podcast recommendation, and I'm joined today by Sam Clements, who was on a previous episode talking all about 90 Minutes or Less Film Festival, the longest podcast name we've had on the pod bible podcast you think i wonder if it is probably is but you know what you're getting when you when you see that title and we had a lovely chat about that on a previous episode hello sam hello adam thanks for having me back no problem uh i say you have a long podcast title that was one of the longest intros i've done so uh, uh <laughs> are you a big podcast listener sam do you listen to them regularly 
I am hooked on on on, on podcasts. I I think I started making my first podcast for a cinema company I worked for in 2008, and since then. I I wanted to make it because I, I love listening to podcasts. So yeah. my iPod or iPhone or whatever the current device is um, in the interim is always full of podcasts, very little music. Um, I constantly, constantly putting a podcast on. Yeah. Okay. So this must be a hard choice then. Uh, you're going to recommend a couple and you'll be on another episode. Uh, for, you know, people will hear your second one, but your first one today, what's it going to be? Uh, drum roll. Um, my first podcast is a show called Imaginary Worlds, which okay. is uh, hosted and, and produced by a really great presenter called Eric Malinsky. Uh, it's based in New York. Eric used to be an NPR uh, host, a researcher, producer. He sort of worked in public radio for a long time. Uh, interestingly, before that, he actually worked as an artist on the Rugrats, the TV show. Wow. <laughs> um, but okay. So he's gone from Rugrats to, to radio to podcasts. And, and his show, Imaginary Worlds, is kind of everything I want in a podcast. It's a great runtime, which is very important to my own passion yeah. for things with a good runtime. And it's a really well-researched piece um, about something pop culture-y but about the not just you know about, like to promote the latest tv show or or film or book or whatever but it, it sort of really goes into the, the world um that that thing makes and where it's come from so on imaginary worlds they'll cover things like movies like star wars or um lots of sci-fi things doctor who comes up star trek comes up game of thrones has come up fantasy comes up a lot but also books hb lovecraft Tolkien, uh, things like that, uh, and, and even live-action role-playing, uh, LARPing, uh, they call it, where you dress up like a, an orc for a day yeah. and uh, and swing a sword around in a park. And um, yeah. it's not just sort of, you know, talking about, like, the thing. It's about the people who do it. So if it's LARPing, it's about the people who do you know, do that on a Saturday morning in, in Central Park. Or, you know, if it's about H.P. Lovecraft, it might be about actually how is his work interpreted now? And, and maybe they'll talk to people doing hp lovecraft inspired things or 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 fanzines or something or i mean what got me into it was the game of thrones episode where they talk about the made-up language is that are featured in the show and they spoke to the person who was in charge of making up the language uh for the tv series so it's all just about elements of of sort of the fandom around a particular pop cultural item and you say it has good runtime what does that mean how long how long are the episodes usually I love podcasts that are about 30 to 45 minutes long. That's my my sweet spot. I've got nothing against a, a three-hour-long pod. In fact, I might quite like to enjoy listening to that in, in little bursts yeah. in, in the background, say. But I do also love when you can listen to a podcast uninterrupted. And my journey to work usually is about an hour. So anything under an hour means I can listen start to finish, door to door, without having to pause it do a whole day's worth of stuff and forget about, you know, where I was and then come into it halfway through. So I, I do love that sort of runtime just for selfish reasons. It's to do with my, my length of journey to work. Fair enough. That makes sense. Oh, you've no idea how often when I've got a pod that I want to listen to or check out for the, for the magazine, when I, when I download it and it says it's, you know, 25 minutes, I think that's just a dream, <laughs> an absolute dream. I have had ones where I've downloaded and they've been two hours and you think, oh, okay, 
but it's going to be a two-parter <laughs> yeah exactly there, there's a place for all the different durations as you say so imaginary worlds i thought i just gave it a little google because i thought i had heard of it but i do not recognize that artwork so um i don't think i have it says uh there are 167 episodes it's been going since 2014 so a lot a lot to get through any other particular highlights that you can remember to put you on the spot any specific episodes that you think might be good oh yeah well i i think with that that show because i'm a a big film and tv and i I love sci-fi and fantasy as well so Mm. that show really speaks to me just from my own you know sort of personal fandoms but i guess a lot of people are familiar with things like star wars game of thrones like maybe if you if you're if you're not as big a nerd as i am maybe go to to something that you've you've heard of or a show you're familiar with he's done a lot of shows around doctor who which i find interesting doctor who being such a british show it's really interesting to hear someone based in the states sort of talk about doctor who and and get really involved in the in the fandom there and they've talked about everything from the you know the science behind doctor who to to making things like the sonic screwdriver that the doctor uses in the show and and casting Uh, they did an episode around casting jodie whittaker and how the fans reacted uh, to that i Mm. I believe so there's lots of really good stuff uh in the show but i think when there's such a big library maybe navigate to something that you're like oh yeah i I quite like star wars or star trek or, or something i'll i'll go there first Perfect. All right. That's Imaginary Worlds. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people will be tuning into that. So thanks very much, Sam, for the recommendation. Oh, pleasure. Thanks, Adam. Boom, recommendations done. All that is left for me to do is to recommend that you go to podbiblemag.com where you can read the brand new magazine. You can sign up for our newsletter. You can read all of the lovely content that's been commissioned or edited or even written by Fran Taraskis. Uh, You can check us out on social media at podbible. You can email info at podbiblemag.com. If you go to himalaya.com forward slash pod, we have a whole course. uh, How many episodes? 10 episodes all about how to make a podcast. We put it together during the lockdowns in 2020. Uh, Scribius Pitt presents it. I produced it and wrote it. Um, we've got loads of different guests. We've got producers. We've got presenters. We've got commissioners. We've got heads of production companies. We've got episodes about why you should start a podcast, choosing a concept, picking your equipment and software, the art of the interview, post-production, releasing your podcast, marketing and monetization, and the future of podcasting. It's all there himalaya.com forward slash pod and you can uh, download all those episodes it was a pleasure to work on sometimes i forget that we put that together but i think it's a really handy uh, a really handy resource i can hear seagulls in the background i think they're telling me to shut up and stop talking end this episode let people go and enjoy all the content that you've recommended today so i will do that thank you to acast we are of course part of the acast creator network thank you to buddy peace once more and we'll see you in a couple of weeks Bye.